The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good day, and welcome to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by www.us.cision.com, whose world-famous Bacon's Media Database is updated more than 10,000 times per day. Take your PR to the next level. Now, here's your host, Maureen Kettis. Good afternoon, and we really are going to learn how to... uh to take your PR to the next level today. Uh, welcome to PR Insider. I'm your host, Maureen Kettis, and we've got rain on the east co- uh, west coast, and I think blizzards are coming on the east coast. So it's a perfect day for radio. I've got two uh, really, really interesting guests today, and, and I'm calling this Advertising Grows Up. Uh, my first guest is Sarah Riggs Amico. She holds an MBA from Harvard Biz School, and she's the Department Head of Entertainment Marketing and Bra- Brand Integration at APA Talent and Literary Agency in L.A., and she works with brands such as Reader's Digest, Harry and David, Amtrak, uh, to develop their entertainment marketing platforms, whatever that is, we're going to find out. Also joining us is Michelle Krames. She's CEO of Give.com, that's G-I-I-V.com, and it's a mobile gifted company founded by Google's Eric Schmidt and Saban Capital, not shabby at all. Krames is a dynamic entrepreneur, and she's going to give us a perspective, I hope, on how entertainment can be used to market and even launch a brand. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you, Maureen. It's great to be here. So, of course, you know, you're both incredibly young because this is such a new field, and I have some uh, advertising people listening in today because, um, you know, their business is hurting. Yeah. Hopefully they can learn something from you guys. So um, let's start with you, Sarah, uh, from APA, Mm -hmm. Talent Agency. How do you define what you do? How, what is entertainment marketing and brand integration? You're, you're at a party. Someone asks you what you do. Give me the slug line of what it is. Sure. My department works with brands to learn how they can use entertainment as really a significant part of their marketing mix. So this is not to say it's a substitute for traditional advertising or PR, but it certainly can be a great booster shot for all of those investments that they're already making. Um, Really leveraging entertainment to communicate clearly the brand's message to consumers. Um, A great example of this, if you think back to the beginning of Manolo Blahnik and Jimmy Choo's, You know, these were brands that were relatively known in the fashion space and certainly in New York and L.A., but they weren't necessarily household names. And putting them into a show like Sex and the City gave us a real insight into not only their products, um, but they became fashionable. It gave us an insight into what those brands were meant to mean to the women buying those shoes. Right. So was that was that example that you just gave of of Manolo? I always said Manolo, but I guess I'm so out of it. I can't afford Man- Manolos. <laughs> um, is you know was that part of was that a creative move by the writer or was that uh, you know, an I- ad? idea or was it a combination? I think in that instance it actually had more to do with the costume designer, the, the sort of head of the wardrobe department on, on Sex and the City. Uh, but it certainly is a, is a very powerful case study for 
what a brand can mean uh, in, via entertainment. You know, we went from being a – there's probably not all of their marketing budgets for the last several years combined that could have bought them the same level of media exposure. And certainly um, I don't think any of that kind of traditional advertising could have gotten them as me- their messaging as clearly communicated to the consumers as being a part of that show. I mean, you really went from being something that was known in a relatively small part of the population to being a household name where you have you know, housewives in in Ohio quoting Carrie Bradshaw as to why it's completely reasonable to spend $1,200 on a pair of pumps. (laughs) That was that economy. (laughs) Exactly. It's a different world now. Let me me put the same question to you. Um, Give me the slug line. I think, uh, you know, your your business model I think is a little easier to understand, but give me the slug line of what it is that give and, and you do for give. Sure, give.com, and as you pointed out, it's G-I-I-V, lets people send real presents to their friend's mobile phone via text message. So, for example, if I saw it was Sarah's birthday, and, of course, I'm on the go, very busy working mom, um, don't have time necessarily to send her something, I could go on to give.com or our Facebook application or very soon our iPhone application, pick a present, so maybe flowers, maybe movie tickets, Tom's shoes, um, we'll have lots of other things upcoming, um, and put in her mobile phone number and have that present arrive right on her phone. So for us, we think it's a great way for people to send real presents instantly. We're also connected, but we want to be thoughtful. And it's a fantastic way for brands to reach a young texting demographic. So and it's a much faster way. Is it? Is it? That much faster than Internet shopping? Because, I, I mean, I'm a big Internet shopper, and I think it goes so quickly. Well, Internet shopping is fast, but delivery is super slow. So if you think about sending a gift, sending it online, people don't necessarily even get all of their emails. A lot goes into junk folder, et cetera, whereas everybody opens their text messages. About um, 90% of text messages are open within three minutes. So if you think about it, it's a great instant channel. It feels very personal. And when you look at a younger audience, they text message all the time. The average teenager sends and receives almost 2,900 text messages a month. Oh, my God. And I thought I was bad. So how do they redeem their gift? I mean, they they get a text that says you've got flowers, for example. How do they get it? So Flowers, we are partnered with Teleflora, so they get a text message that says, you know, happy birthday, Michelle got you a delightful bouquet from Teleflora. Call this 1-800 number and give them the code to arrange delivery. So you can punch right from your phone, click on that 800 number, it'll call immediately. For other partners, um, for example, movie tickets, you go on Fandango.com. For some of our partners, like Exhale Spa, you can send a massage or a yoga class. You actually go right to the spa and redeem your service and show them the code there. We recently did some great things um, with one of Sarah's clients, Rebecca, at Sundance, where celebrities, if they couldn't decide what piece of jewelry they wanted or if they wanted to gift it to someone else, so we got lots of people gifting their wives or girlfriends or, or who knows with celebrities, <laughs> their uh, whatnot different pieces of jewelry. All right, so, so you guys worked on this together. So, uh, yeah, tell me what this is, because I, I, I just looked this up on the Internet. It's, uh, you had basically a swag fest going on with celebrities and DJs at Sundance with just stuff. Yeah, we were both invited. Who's this, Sarah? This is Sarah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we were both invited, thanks actually to Michelle and, and 
Alexis, who's her fantastic head of marketing, um, we were invited to the Talent Resources Sky Suite at Sundance, um, which is really a VIP and celebrity gifting area. Um, but it's also, it's not just for the celebrities that you know. This is also a place to celebrate the stars of the Sundance films, who it may be their first movie, it may be the first time they've been to a film festival, um, and it's a great way for brands to sort of organically build relationships with the influencers in the Hollywood community. So um, we were there for three days, and we gave away a set number of, in my case, our client, Rebecca Jewelry. Um, we gave away to everybody from Khloe Kardashian to Rachel Hunter to Wilmer Valderrama um, and, and to a lot of press. So, you know, for a brand like Rebecca that's the largest fashion jewelry brand in Europe um, but really is relatively new to the U.S. market, they've only been here for about three years. Oh, I was, I was thinking I'm such a loser because I've never <laughs> No, you know, it, it's a beautiful brand, but okay. they really don't have the same marketing budget for traditional advertising that, say, a David Yurman might have. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think also, in addition to budget constraints, um, because it is a large brand, um, I think it's also just a different way to influence the consumer. They, their vision is really to go directly to the Hollywood community who's already wearing their jewelry on the red carpet. You know, Rihanna wore their earrings in her video with Justin Timberlake last summer. Beyonce wore the earrings and a cuff from their collection on her cover shoot for Los Angeles Confidential. You know, everyone from LaToya Luckett to Delaney, Dana Delaney um, to Kendra Wilkinson has worn this for magazine shoots and red carpet events. You know, and their thinking is if these people like our product and they influence consumers in such a sticky and effective manner, wouldn't our budget be better allocated going to meet them where they are, going to Hollywood? And, and I think there's a reason that that brand is based here in Los Angeles. So, so that was really our strategy. And, and thanks to Michelle, we had a unique so who, who, Your client was Rebecca? Rebecca Jewelry, exactly. Okay, and Michelle. So, yeah, Michelle, what was your role in this? I mean, so, so, so why we did we were looking at? Um, first text? of all, we think Give is a very interesting opportunity because it's a platform for innovative brands to reach kind of that young, early adopter, hip consumer. Mm -hmm. So, for for Sundance, it was about well, how do we let the celebrities gift people via text message? Given they're on the go, they're super busy, and resoundingly, they loved it. I mean, they're, they're so busy. They, you know, they, they have a lot of people in their life who do a lot of great things for them, and they want to be thankful. Like, they're very, you know, they're fantastic people. So we were able to, for example, let celebrities donate right to Haiti through our mm -hmm. partner Global Giving. So they were able to donate um, right to different causes in Haiti. And, and basically what they would let people do, so like Malin Ackerman did this, um, you know, lots of different stars, as Sarah mentioned, like Wilder Von Drama, et cetera, they basically would go on, pick a different you know, gift at Global Giving, a, you know, a Haiti donation, and send that right to their friend and say, you know, help Haiti. And their friend could go in and pick, was that going to go help re rebuild a school in Haiti? Or was that going to go to a clean water project or whatnot? So it was a great channel for us to be able to let not only the celebrities gift themselves, but to gift other friends and to do so in a, in a way that was really exciting and socially responsible. Um, other partners were gifting Tom's shoes. So James Franco's girlfriend tipped, gifted him a pair of Tom's shoes. Tom's is a partner of ours. When you buy a pair of shoes, a pair of shoes also goes to a child in a developing right. country. Right. 
So for us, it's about, like, how do you let people give in a socially responsible and green way? So um, that was, I think, why the people who are putting together talent resources is just incredible. I mean, they're, they're really, really talented. And they were very excited about us because we're kind of this new, interesting way of gifting in a socially responsible and green way. Yeah, it seems to make a lot of sense. Well, we're going to have to um, take a break, but I want to, when we come back, I want to find out, like, the role of traditional advertising still. You know, is there a market for it? What, is, what should these ad agencies be looking to do with their brands that they represent? I'm your host, Maureen Kettis. We've been talking with Sarah Riggs Amico from APA Talent and Literary Agency in Beverly Hills and Michelle Krames, who is CEO of Give with GIIV.com. We'll be right back after this word. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about this show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you looking for a show to help you increase your sales and subsequently your income? Want to know what works and what doesn't? Do you want to have some fun and learn at the same time? Listen for Let's Talk Sales to Increase Your Income with Len and Jack. 
Yep, it's a long title, but it's designed to educate you. The Effective Sales Professional. Each week, hosts Len DiNincenzo and Jack Cullen will help you stay focused on doing the basics of your trade consistently well. Tune in Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to PR Insider with your host Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back again. I'm Maureen Kettis, and we're on with Sarah Riggs Amico and Michelle Creams. And um, ah, I love my job. I'm learning so much. I got these two Harvard MBA women on, and they're teaching me all about uh, branding integration with uh, entertainment and celebrities in a whole new way. Um, welcome back, ladies. Thank you. So um, I had a question for you, Sarah. I'm why are you at a talent agency? Why is a talent agency, you know, the place to do to do this sort of brand integration in, into entertainment? Why, what's the advantage there? It's it's a really good question, Maureen. It's one that I've definitely asked myself a, a number of times. I didn't originally come from the talent agency world. I did consulting for large pharmaceutical companies and their marketing organizations. So, so so this was quite a shift coming coming into the talent agency world. Um, but what I found is that the talent agencies are really uniquely positioned in Hollywood to do entertainment marketing on behalf of brands. If you think about it, uh, a talent agency's core business is selling every day on every media platform, whether that's digital, mobile, television, feature films, publishing, concerts, comedy, endorsements, licensing deals. Every single day, a talent agency is sort of a nerve center of deal-making on all of those platforms to every buyer and seller in the market. So producers who are pitching new shows, actors who are talking about their next project, uh, a writer who has their next feature film, um, an executive producer who's developing their new scripted television show. The first person that a lot of those people call with their idea for a new project is really their talent agent. And the talent agency is then getting immediate feedback from the buyer's market, whether it's studios, networks, concert tour promoters, or publishing houses, about what is a good fit, what, what will work in this market, and what are they looking to buy. So based on what their, aver- what their advertisers and sponsors want to Exactly, see. and based on what their core businesses are. So if you think about it, if a brand's job is to find the most effective way to use entertainment content to market its products, a very central piece of being successful in that is understanding the entertainment marketplace. And the nexus of deal-making in Hollywood really is at the talent agencies. You know, part of the reason we were able to put together um, the Virgin show is, is that we knew the producer wanted to do a project about flight attendants. Mm-hmm. Um, and we knew that he wanted he had a brand relationship but wasn't sure how to tie it all together. Um, we knew about that before American Airlines did, before Delta Airlines did, so they were preempted. They never had a chance to get to that project 
because we took it directly to the producers, directly to the creators um, of the show. So it's really that upstream perspective of being so far upstream in the entertainment content pipeline that you can really make meaningful deals and that the brands can be a meaningful part. You know, Reader's Digest, uh, again, is going to be a great example of this. We're in the process of, of engineering a, a very big television deal for them, uh, and again, we, we were able to get the brand in with production companies really ahead of a lot of their competitors who could have done the same project. So it, the talent agencies are the place where we understand how the deals ebb and flow in Hollywood. And it, for me, it makes my job representing a brand a lot easier. Well, I get it. I'm getting it. I'm learning, girls. <laughs> um, so now both of you can answer this next question, but let's start with Michelle. Um, how do brands, and you know, not, I don't mean your brand of Give, but I mean the brands that you pull in to Give, how can brands measure their ROI, their return on investment for this kind of entertainment marketing? I think like any, any smart marketing, it's really about you know, whether or not in our business that translates into um, real transactions and to have people actually buy your product and love it and having that adopt. And I think we're in the awareness building stage, so it's about a little bit of R&D to see, you know, what, what really sticks with consumers, what sticks with the media. And, you know, I think if you look at the cost of some of the media that we got out of Sundance, for example, that would have been staggering. Like, we could not have spent that as a startup. And, you know, being in publications, um, you know, everything from then Vanity Fair, um, Us Weekly, Life and Style, et cetera, I mean, those would be very expensive from an advertising buy perspective. Um, and, and, you know, I would also say, you know, when you asked about the talent agency side, I mean, the celebrities are brands. So it's for us, it's about, like, you know, to have a brand like, you know, a Wilmer Valdrama endorse us, if you will, to his broader community is very powerful. I think that's, that's a huge value in and of itself. It's an acquisition of eyeballs game. If you think about it, I mean, this is the one thing entertainment marketing really has learned directly from the traditional advertising business. Um, what is the cost of acquiring a new consumer and acquiring, you know, a given number of eyeballs? And, and I think part of why this has worked so well for some of our clients, you know, Rebecca Jewelry did an amazing celebrity fundraiser in December, um, which uh, basically allowed celebrities to custom design jewelry. Nora Zahetner from Grey's Anatomy. We had Mayada Walsh from Desperate Housewives. We had Katie Featherston from Paranormal Activity. They custom designed jewelry that was then, you know, auctioned off in a silent auction to benefit the American Heart Association. It was a great event. We had a few hundred people, probably about 20 celebrities, which is well over $110,000 worth of personal appearances if we had had to pay them to come to the party. Um, you know, so on top of that cost that we saved to the brand of personal appearance fees, they generated 75 million media impressions just from this little celebrity fundraiser in Santa Monica. So I think you measure success the, same, the old-fashioned way. Is it driving eyeballs? Is it acquiring new customers? And is it moving product? Right. And if it's doing those three things, you know, the, the marvel of the Internet is all of that's now trackable. Lead generation, um, certainly retail transactions for Michelle's business. Um, and, and even in our world, again, media impressions still matter to a brand that's trying to, to get their name out there. Right. I mean, it's just, and it's remarkable because each 
brand and each celebrity and everybody has their Twitter, their Facebook, their, everybody has a platform. So it, it just gets, it gets exponential when you start measuring it. It's, exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's just, it's just amazing what's happened. Um, yeah, we had, we had, when we have an instant, like people can also publish when they gift each other their items, they can publish that on Facebook. So, um, for example, if someone sends one Amazon gift card and they publish that in their feed, that could create literally thousands of impressions because you're not only, you know, sending that to your friend, but suddenly all of your guys' friends can see it. And if people click on like, their friends can see it. So it's a very powerful mechanism. There's an authenticity associated with this and with integrating um, these social networks in a, in a meaningful and clever way. Right. So it's it's sort of like if you look at, you know, Priceline, which was, you know, so novel in the beginning, right, to bring in a celebrity for this online service that it seemed so hip and forward thinking at the time, but now it seems almost antiquated. Uh, you know, I don't think would give use that kind of a strategy, bringing in a celebrity to do commercials. You don't almost don't need to, right? Well, Sarah is such an incredible thinker that stay tuned because we are looking at new and exciting ways to engage people, you know, someone in particular who organically loves this that I think will be very meaningful to give. And, and probably not in the traditional advertising space, but in a much more sort of socially... Social media. Yeah, socially connected way, I, exactly. I think we've got so many consumer touch points right now, and for a long time, you know, brands have really looked at that as a challenge. How do I compete when I have to be playing on so many fields with limited resources? But I actually think we need to look at it differently. This is a wonderful thing for brands. If The brands that can learn how to get this many touch points into a consumer in a meaningful way, you know, are just going to be light years ahead of their competition. But do you think, do both of you think that, you know, that celebrities, and, and Sarah, you're at a talent agency, you know, their agents and lawyers are getting wind of how, just how much a small event, for example, the one you did in Santa Monica, mm-hmm. how many impressions that can generate, then they could, maybe they'll start to say, well, wait a minute, you've got to give more to our talent. This is too cheap for what you're getting out of it. Is that, do you see that sort of happening? I'll let Michelle start. <laughs> yeah, I'll, let, I'll, let, I'll let Sarah comment on, I guess, the, the deal side of it. But I think the way that we look at it at Give is that, you know, what what makes sense is where people love it. And if, if, if they love it and it's organic, then having, you know, some level of celebrity involvement is great for us. But it, it only makes sense if they love what we do, if they love our product. And it's all starting with, like, how do you kind of expose these, kind of conveyors of taste and tastemakers to, you know, something early on such that you can help to kind of ignite these viral social networks. So I think for us, it's, again, it's about, like, if somebody actually is passionate about it, we want to figure out a way to engage them in a a more meaningful way. And I think for me, you know, the question is, should brands be paying celebrities more because they generate a a lot of media, Um, you know, I would I would look at it and frame the question a little bit differently, which is how can both the celebrities and the brands make more money on their partnerships? You are such a diplomat, you and Obama. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a compliment. He, he's he's uh, quite the speaker, but I, I do think I do think that that's where you're going to see this business heading. I think you're going to look at a lot more equity players, talent who are actually taking significant equity pieces and brands that they help build. Um, I think you're going to look at brands trying to find more ways to to sort of really tie a celebrity spokesperson 
into their brand in a much more organic way. Yes, they have to be passionate about the product, but they also make their living doing this. So how do we get them paid you know, in a way that where all sides win, and it's not about how do you divvy up the pie, but how do you grow the size of the pie overall? Right. So now celebrities become their brands in themselves, but then they own the brands. I mean, you look at someone like Ashton Kutcher, and you think, you know, I used to think he's an idiot for for texting. I mean, I mean, uh, for texting for uh, twittering. You know, because it's like it's sort of an invasion. But here he is; he's got bazillion followers, and now he's so potentially valuable, right? I mean, it's just and he is. Smart. I mean, I met him. And he's hot. Can we can we add that? Do we <laughs> yeah, use that term at Harvard? My husband, but <laughs> a few people are. No, but he he's not so hard on the eyes. I must say, but yeah. he's he's um, he's very smart. He's very sophisticated in thinking about how his influence can make make little everything from a viral video to you know a brand ultimately. And I think that um, he you know he really surprised people with the CNN race and you know look at like. The, the value and the incredible you know, contribution he could make to charity from oh. that was pretty pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. And I even think you know you know we're going to have to take a break in a second, but I even think doing like a um, you know a crisis turnaround for Tiger Woods, you know, could, yeah, be, could be really you could do this virally in a much more effective way than putting him on a commercial where he's. Uh, trying to change his image. We can talk about that when we get back from a break. This is your sure. host, Maureen Kettles. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 
business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Listening to PR Insider with your host Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, we are talking with Sarah Riggs Amico from APA Talent and Literary Agency and Michelle Crames of Give.com. That's G I I V. That's so savvy of you with S A V V Y to spell it that way. Yeah, what's with the two I's? What gives with the give spelling? So if you look at the logo online, if, if everyone listening online can go to Give.com <laughs> and, and buy three things there. Um, and but you can look. It's literally about it's, the logo. Looks oh, the two people. I see. So for yeah. us, it's, about, it's really about connecting people. I mean, that's what gifting is. It's about showing someone you're thinking of them. So um, it's a very visual logo. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Thank you. Um, so um, let's talk just for a split second before, because I, I want to find out, you know, before we close out the show, what you guys have down the pipeline. But um, what's with what would we do with Tiger Woods? Let's just let's just create something right now for him. He's in mess. Uh, well, it's an interesting challenge for a brand marketer, um, particularly if you're one of, you know, any number of brands over the last 10 to 15 years that have really invested a lot of money in him. Like Nike. Yeah, you know, it's a great example. And I think he's been very good for their business, to be honest. I think um, there there are sort of two schools of thought. One is he's human, and, and as much as sometimes we like to forget that about public figures, celebrities, certainly athletes and politicians as well, uh, or, or even, you know, friends and family, they're human. And, and well, I he's think sort of superhuman will make mistakes. Yeah, in um, the bedroom. Um, right? now there's, there's, a, there's something to be said for the scale of those mistakes for sure. Um, but I do think that in a way this actually makes him a lot more accessible to a number of consumers, that he's mm-hmm. not this sort of untouchable, unrelatable sort of picture of perfection. Right, and that Annie Leibovitz uh, shoot, you know, I mean, you know, that was just amazing that she shot that before the controversy broke where he was with tattoos, cover of Vanity Fair, you know, with looking. Yeah, I'd love to hear what his PR people thought of that cover. <laughs> oh, I think it's perfect. I mean, I think he needs to change his brand now. That's yeah. my thinking is he needs to go, he's, he can make a lot of money just changing out his brand, being more of a sex, you know, let's bring some sexy, tough guy to golf. Yeah, and look, you know, all of these brands, Nike being a great example, they invest in him because of his persona, certainly. But at the end of the day, they also invested in one of the most gifted athletes we've ever seen. Right. And, and I think that hasn't changed. Um, it, it'll be great to see him come back to the table, you know, perhaps a little more humble and, and certainly um, more accessible to consumers. But the basic gift that he has that really is what made him a household name, I don't think that's changed. So, if you know, if I were a brand marketer looking at whether or not to salvage my investment with him, you, you certainly are going to want to watch and make sure that this doesn't become a, you know, a repeat offense situation. But, but I think you have a little bit of faith in the fact that this is a human being under extraordinary pressure 
who's still a remarkably gifted athlete that can do a lot for brands um, in that space. And, um, Michelle, what's, uh, what do you have uh, coming down the pipeline for Gabe? Let's talk about a little bit what your plans are for the future and, and what, how you see bringing in more celebrities and, and more uh, nonprofits. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're very excited about Valentine's Day. That's coming down the pike. And, um, you know, we think it's a great way for people to gift and to start to publish that on Facebook, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I mentioned, we have some things in the works on the celebrity front that will be interesting. I think it's about, for us, we're educating consumers about this great new way of sending a gift instantly via text message and trying to show people how to use it and how green it is, et cetera. So we are going to be looking at cool viral videos and things we can do online to help spread the word to people. So stay tuned to that. Um, And then I think right now we're just excited about some of our current partners, which include people like Fandango and Amazon, Global Giving, Exhale Spa, Tom's Shoes, um, Teleflora, DeBrand Chocolates, stuff like that we're super excited about. We have some other partners and brands, retailers and brands coming online, and we're integrating them right now. So we're really focused on getting the best, brightest brands and retailers. So for some of your listeners, if they have clients they think would be interested, we are really excited about you know integrating great partners who want to appeal to this young, you know, texting-savvy audience. So that How can they say no? How, can, how could anybody say no? It's just another way to sell your product. Exactly. So it's just for us about finding the great people who are also going to help support it and push it out to their bases as well. Yeah, it just seems like a no-brainer. And then, you know, you, you know, I was just reading about, I think it was a New York Times article, about how many of these gift cards are, are, are not actually cashed in. Yeah. So these companies make a lot of money. Uh, you know, uh, with uh, you know unclaimed merchandise that was bought. I mean, well, we've had a lot how of can a brand say no to it? They're so interested. You know, they they want people to come in. They want they love their customers. They love the fact that they're going to have on their phone this code and they can walk into their store. So for us, it's about delivering something that can be used because you know I can leave the house without my wallet, but if I don't have my cell phone, I'm going back. Well, I have to tell you though, of of all the you know you keep mentioning young people, young people, young people, but I got to say, of all the technologies that I've seen kind of come down and my mom tried to get into, and other people's moms texting, they figured that out real quickly. <laughs> I know, I know, grandmothers and mothers out there texting, they got that one down very yeah, I mean, re- relatively quickly. So I think, exactly. and, and online I was shopping is another thing. One mobile partner the other day, and they were saying they sent more text messages last year than there were Google searches. Wow. So it's 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 incredible. I mean, we're looking at a significant shift in the way people communicate wow. and the way that they gift. Wow. Um, Sarah, I want to hear what's uh, down the pipeline for you before we close out the show today. Sure. Well, I'm I'm very excited to announce that we've actually just the last week signed a new client for my department, which is one of my favorite stories so far. It's a little company called Jack Cooper Transport, which is based out of Kansas City, Missouri. And they are in the exciting and glamorous industry of trucking. So when you see trucks going down the road carrying new cars from the manufacturers to the dealer networks, that's their business. And 
the reason I am so in love with this idea, we're going to be focused on developing a television show for them. If you think about what happened to the auto industry last year, you know, a lot of the suppliers to that industry died. They, you know, there were dozens of, of significant, meaningful, decades-old companies that went bankrupt. And Jack Cooper is sort of a combination of the little engine that could and David versus Goliath. Um, they are in an industry that's dominated by a large company, and they are sort of the David to the Goliath, and they've managed to stick it out. Um, they've got a great group of people who have really just tried to do a lot of innovative things to keep the business together. It's a 70-year-old company that until recently was family-held, and I really think that what they're building in their business is a remarkable story about resilience of human spirit. Um, it's a great story about entrepreneurship and American companies. And it's a remarkable comeback story about how to bounce back from an absolutely devastating economic environment in the American auto industry last year. So it's a reality show or a... I think so. I think. All right, ladies, we are out of time. I can't believe I could talk about this all day. Uh, tune in next week uh, with Chip Clements from Clements Environmental. We're going to be talking trash and how do you market trash to a city. That is where you store the trash. Don't forget to go to PR Insider and sign up for our weekly reminders. I'm your host, Maureen Kettis. Have a great week, and don't forget to relate to your public, whoever they may be. Thanks again for listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by Cision, helping communications experts navigate the sea of social media. Visit them on the web at us.cision.com. And make sure you join us again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Have a great week.